Welcome to Sling Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. Previously on Sling Double Podcast. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm just your co-host, Bradford Barth. And then what was your bit? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> if I knew, I would be in this bit with you. Yep. I'm always throwing the bits around. Uh huh. Hey, we did a thing on Tuesday. What did we do? We saw a movie. <laughs> we did. We had an out of podcast meeting. <laughs> we did. For the second time. Uh huh. In just a teensy bit over a week. Uh huh. It's pretty amazing. But I, but what we did was related. Brad sat in the um, <laughs> theater, having many instances of uncomfortableness and witnessing the struggle going on in this movie, and uh, feeling kind of bad about it. Yeah. What were you doing? I was having a great time watching a movie with Tatiana in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was having the feels too. I cried a few times. Yeah, I just um. I, I just I just couldn't, you know, it's like one of those situations that you don't want to be witnessing. Yeah, yeah. A total breakdown of people's groove. Yeah. So we went to the music box and saw uh, this film called Pink Wall, which is... About stars, a pink wall. Stars Tatiana Maslany and Jay Duplass. Takes and an hour and ni- <laughs> 90 minutes for the whole wall to be painted pink. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why Brad was struggling. He was so frustrated. Yeah, it's breathtaking. It's um, like watching paint dry, literally. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was really good. It was also directed and made by Tatiana's boyfriend, Tom Cullen. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's basically a movie about a relationship between these two people. And it's kind of nonlinear and it kind of bounces back and forth between... It's not kind together. of nonlinear. It is nonlinear. Yes. That's like kind of being pregnant. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm kind of pregnant. No, no. You are. You are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally nonlinear. But very cool. I enjoyed per, My favorite part was listening to Tom Cullen explain his... Uh, Film style for each well, yeah. year? besides that like why he made the choices he made them and what those choices were mm-hmm. supposed to make you feel and yeah. i must say yes it was all very accurate and yes. it was very well done for a first film it was really good i really liked it and i keep thinking about it so i feel like that means it had an impact on me i also enjoyed the fact that they had a 10 day shooting time frame and they were nine only day. able to use 9 days <laughs> uh-huh. because it rained on the final one <laughs> from and probably the very, very, very best comment ever. Uh, was it Storm George or something like that? Uh, yeah, something. Brian? Brian that's exactly. It exact. was Brian. It was Brian. Because Storm Brian was coming in, so they weren't going to be able to film the last day because of Storm Brian. Now, <laughs> that is not the exciting part. The exciting part is when he says, I don't understand why in Europe they have such boring names for their storms. Because here in America, you have fun ones. 
like Katrina. And Brian, welcome to BBC News. Storm Brian is going to hit landfall <laughs> today. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they did a Q&A after the film and talked about it and that was fun. And then they were kind of chilling in the lobby, which also makes me sad that Tatiana canceled her appearance because we probably would have been able to talk to her again. Mm-hmm. But I bet she would have been swarmed by people. Probably. Um, but it would have been a really good opportunity since they were just chilling and people weren't really swarming them Mm -hmm. but anyway i did talk to tom colon and he's very cute in real life i'll just Mm -hmm. say that tatiana watch out uh well and then uh, he apologized for not being there (laughs) because i was just like i was like well first of all i was like this film is so amazing he apologized for her not being there yes okay i was gonna say that's pretty weird to apologize for you not being there when you're Um, there um and he and I was just telling him, like, yeah, this movie was, like, so good. It was definitely in my wheelhouse, like, such my personal aesthetic, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I loved your movie. And then I was like, and, of course, I loved it because Tatiana's in it, and I love her, and I've been following her since, like, the beginning of Orphan Black. And he was just like, oh, yeah, Orphan Black is so good. And he's like, I'm really sorry she couldn't be here. And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, I saw her, actually saw her in December in New York when I saw a network, and he was like, oh, that's a great show, blah, blah, blah. And then we were talking about Orphan Black again, and he was just like, oh, you know, you kind of look like Cosima. You got the glasses. And I was like, yeah, these are her actual glasses. He's like, oh, no way. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you tell him about the shirt? No, I didn't want to be oh, that insane. Come on. <laughs> I feel like I was already reaching. And the shirt was on season insane. three, Insanity. episode five, seven, eight, and nine. Season five, episode two. <laughs> just, just episode two? Uh-huh. Season she wears it around her waist. five, episode two. She but wasn't I have wearing it sh- like this, but I can model it for you the way she wore it. I had the other shirt that she was wearing. <laughs> Literally the clothes off of Tatiana's back is what I have. Not just like a dupe or not just the screen accurate version, but just literally the clothes she wore. Mm-hmm. And I just, for some reason on Tuesday, felt inspired to put it on. And I was like, oh, they all fit me. This is very validating for me. <laughs> way to go. You are a clown. Congratulations. Uh, which I thought was funny because, you know, he told me I looked like Cosima. I'm like, you know, that's your girlfriend, right? <laughs> No. <laughs> Kusima's not his girlfriend. That's true. Crystal Ta- is his girlfriend. Tatiana Maslany's his girlfriend. But Crystal is the one that he dated in the show. Because he's the, he's the beauty guy that comes in in season five. Oh, really? Uh-huh. He is? Yeah, that's him. And that's how they met and fell in love? No. Oh. They knew each other before that. He just got on the show because he knew her already. Ah. But yeah, he's the guy that Crystal beats kicks in the nuts a few times crystal crystal oh my god she made a crystal face in the movie she did and it was it made me laugh but like <laughs> when she was talking about that anyway <laughs> would it make sense to you you haven't seen it we haven't even gotten to crystal yet in the show <laughs> who's crystal i don't know but anyway since we are tatiana it up we are doing an episode of orphan black of course of course because why not it's time for that yeah, when I told Stacy we were recording Orphan Black, she was like, was I seriously there a month ago? And I was like, yep, it's been a month. Has it? Mm-hmm. Well, time flies when you're having fun. But I didn't have any fun in the last month. <laughs> time flies when you're having time. <laughs> I'm still grieving. Time flies <laughs> when you're grieving. Fictional characters. They're real. Shut up. They're real to me. Yep. They're real in my heart. I mean, if anybody needs the soul stone, 
I've made a Twitter post about it at Brad Darth. <laughs> you can go check it out. <laughs> I'll be there for you. Na, 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 na. <laughs> when the rain starts to fall. <laughs> nice. That was going on in my head. I'm glad you brought it to life. Mm-hmm. It took me a second to remember. I was remember thinking it. about giving it away by going, but you know. I got it. Yeah. I got it for you. So, Brad. Yes. <laughs> How can I help you, Stephanie? We're talking about Orphan Black. Yeah. Season, season two, <laughs> episode three. Yeah. It's called Mingling Its Own Nature With It. Yeah. That's weird. It is. It's, it's like. a weird name. It's like naturalistic. Man, I can't wait till Crystal comes in the show. We're going to be insufferable. <laughs> Come on, Steph. Give us more credit. We're already there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Thank you to our listeners who still don't think we're insufferable. That's true. <sighs> so, mm-hmm. when we last left our clones, um, what happened? I just want to say thank you, insert name here, for saying we're not insufferable. You know who you are. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I better get messages when you hear this. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I better get them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what happened? Oh, yes. Mrs. S killed a bunch of people. Two. It's a lot. It's a couple. It's a couple. Yeah, it's not a bunch. But you got, I think you I'm gotta, just saying in general. You have to be in, four in her, or more life, for it to be a bunch. In her lifespan. Oh. Because... <laughs> By the way she handled that firearm, Uh you're saying it's quite evident that she has done this before. Exactly. What if she just hunted deer? She killed a bunch of deer. Those aren't people. Fine. Why are you trying to correct me, Brad? I'm just just throwing hypotheticals out here. I've had a day. We've all had a day. Of men correcting me today. It was called Thursday. (laughs) Today was Thursday. Uh Uh-huh. I don't need any more men correcting me today. Correcting you, I'm just being a shit. Yeah, a shite. A shite. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so yes, play with me. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to play with you. I'm just on guard. <laughs> on guard. Touche. All right. So Mrs. S had <laughs> murdered some people. <laughs> oh, I got my watch back. Yep, this is a this is a good day. I got a bass back last weekend. Sorry, this is I, a good weekend. Look, I turned it over and then uh, Patrick Stewart's face was on it, and I was very confused. Oh, very nice. And I was like, "What? What's he doing? Is he going to be Dumbledore? I Dumbledore? <laughs> Dumbledore? It was a trailer for a Star Trek thing. I don't know why I'm getting that. I don't watch Star Trek anyway. It's a sign that we have to do a Star Trek episode no. soon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, the gods have spoken, Stephanie. We will do Star Trek. No. We will see doubles in Star Trek. Fine, so pick the episode and I'll do it. Do you want to go original series or do you want to oh, go Lord. next generation? Probably next generation would be better. Is Captain Picard in that one? Yes, he then, is. Okay, I can deal with Jean-Luc that. Picard. I like Patrick Stewart. We can do one with Data and Lore. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So, Orphan Black. Yes, yes, Orphan Black. I'm sorry. Uh, Mrs. S killed those two people, and then Sarah and Felix and Kira ran away to go hide from Dyad and Rachel and everybody else that's trying to hunt them. Mm-hmm. And also Helena the, is the, with um, the fish people. The fish people, yes. And Cosima. That was who was trying to hunt them at the house was the yes, fish people. the fish people. And then Cosima Scary to see fish on land. And Dyad. <laughs> flopping around. I mean, literally, they're being hunted by a bunch of... Uh, uh, fish people. What's the, uh, what's the Pokemon that's on its side? I don't know. The floppy one. Magikarp? Yeah, there you go. Magikarp are coming for them. <laughs> Those are the only ones that can make motion in uh-huh. on land because they're flopping, flop, and they're flop, like, flop. "Come on, I want to get you stuck. I can become a Gyarados." <laughs> so when we rejoin them, oh yeah, and Kasima's working at the dyad with Big D. Sarah is sleeping in the truck with Kira, and Felix is in the back, and they all wake up in the morning. It's a pickup truck. Yeah. It looks kind of like a vegetable delivery truck because it has the like. It's an old pickup truck. It has like the. It's got the wood things on the, the back. The woods yeah. on the bed of the, the truck. The woods on the bed. The woods on the bed. There you go. All uh, of them. A little forest right there for you. Felix is not having a good time. He doesn't like roughing it. Right. Uh, he says it's not really camping, more like sleeping in the bed of a truck. <laughs> or maybe that's what Sarah said to him. Sorry. And then he said, this is as close as I get to camping, so I'm going to call it camping. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> uh, they discuss Mrs. S, and they can't believe she killed those people. Mm-hmm. And well, they saw her kill one person. Right. And they say, and Felix is like, it's S. She makes tea, and she taught me piano. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he jumps out of the bed of the truck and jumps into some mud. And he's very upset about his muddy. Was it mud? It was like muddy. I thought it was a cow pie. Oh, maybe it was a cow pie. I didn't look too closely at it. I would. I would think mud wouldn't be as funny as a cow pie. That's true. Sarah was laughing her ass off at him. Yeah, I think because he was so distressed. Yeah, because he had a bunch of poo on his shoe. Wouldn't you be distressed? Yeah, I guess. And he was like, "I have to wash everything." Because it's poo. Yeah, that makes sense. Poop, poop, a doop, a doop. Uh. Rachel's Daniel is on their tail, and he's got a photo of Kira to boot. It's a weird genetic thing. (laughs) No, we already had the tail guy. (laughs) We got rid of him. He's gone. (laughs) Elena chopped it off. It's done. Yep. He gets to the bird watcher house and sees all the dead bods. Um, Mrs. S is not there anymore. She skedaddled. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he hides while the fish people come and investigate the place. Well, Hank and Mark investigate. And then they decide to burn it down. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they want to make sure that tracks. the evidence is gone mm-hmm. of the people. Although I don't think that fire would have taken care of everything. But no. maybe it would look like the house burned down. Right. You know. Hi, Suki. true. She's come here to join the podcast. As usual. And now it's time for an interpretive dance. Good job, Brad. He's imitating the, the opening. splitting screen, yes. Mm-hmm. All the cells splitting, the Sarah's splitting, yeah. the flowers splitting. What else splits? The A kaleidoscope lot. splits. Yeah. 
It's a pretty cool opening. It is a very cool opening. The names emerging from a line. Yes, yes. So each, the first and last name emerge from a center line and come out with the scenery. It's neat. Indeed. We've never talked about this. I'd like to go into great detail about it right now. I feel like we have right talked now, about it. But we haven't gone into deep, deep detail. Okay. Like the colors are blue okay. and green. There's some Purpley. white in there. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> are you done now? I'm done. Yes. Okay. Uh, they're all hungry because it's morning and they want to eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. And Kira has to eat because she's a kid, obviously. She has to feed, their, she has to feed the kid. Of course. Um, but Felix... Was like I would have gone to that diner, but Sarah threw all my threw my Visa card out the window, and Kira says because they might track us, and they're like, "Oh damn, this kid knows." Yeah, Felix, come on, get on board with this kid. She knows what's going on. Yeah, she does. So they go into a convenience store, and Kira sneaks on in and gets a gets a candy. I don't know if it was sneaking as much as she just like. Straight on walked in there. <laughs> yes. It was it like it was. Felix was the sneaking one. Yeah, Felix was the sneaker. Uh, and she was the distraction. Yes. She cons them basically by stealing something and getting caught, so that Felix can steal even more. While Sarah is dealing with the her Paying thief child. The, yes. Yes. Doesn't it make you so proud when your kid learns from you? (laughs) I'm so proud. (laughs) Yeah, Sarah's like, oh, no, my kid, she doesn't know any better. Here's some money. I'm so sorry. La, la, la. Yeah. While Felix runs out with his arms full of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Pockets filled. The bread, yeah. Mm -hmm. The bread was the final thing that he needed to dart out of there with. Yeah. Felix being a scrawny guy, sure did get a lot of stuff for such a small frame. He's got big pockets. Yep, those um, Jenko jeans are doing their, <laughs> <laughs> their Please, that's not his style. <laughs> Please. I'm just... I'm I've insulted had, for him. I've heard Jenko jeans in a couple of podcasts this week, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking of how big those pockets would be considering I've heard how baggy those bags, bags, how baggy those bags were. Yeah, those jeans were. I wonder, though, if the pockets were as baggy as the actual leg width of the pant. I, I think know. that's the big part is the leg width. I just know it's judge none, choose one. <laughs> that's what it stands for. Really? Yeah. <laughs> cool. You're welcome. Cool, everyone. <laughs> choose one pant leg because you can fit both of your legs in it. Because they're it's so great big. great for smuggling children into an R-rated movie, Jango <laughs> Jeans are. <laughs> So uh, after they have run off with their food, mm-hmm. uh, they're kind of chilling, and Sarah makes sure to tell to tell Kira that we don't do that all the time. We only do it because it's necessary. Right. So and she's like, I know. Yep. She gets it. See, pulls off a con like her mom used to, and then a life lesson afterward. Mm-hmm. And also knew about the credit cards. Yep. The more you know. That was a unicorn pooping out of a uh, rainbow Rainbow as it passed the screen. Beautiful. Or a star. Nah, I like the unicorn better. Beautiful. And then Felix stepped in it and got his <laughs> shoes all muddy. Poopy. 
poopy. I'm pretty sure it was a cow turd. Sorry, I meant to say. I don't like. I don't want to say the word poop. <laughs> cow pie. Thank you. Then it sounds like some sort of food, <laughs> or there was an ice cream on the ground. Yeah. That he stepped on. Yeah, that's what it was. That's all it was. It's an ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. Angela DeAngelis goes to see Art to tell him. Did her parents not like her? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Angela DeAngelis? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, that's like, I don't know. That's just mean. Boop. I think. Or it's just a fun name for a TV show. Okay. Yeah. A nice little tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, She tells Art that the Shakira hair lookalike is gone. Okay. Which is accurate. That's what her hair looks like. Shakira. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Her hips don't lie. Gotcha. Yes, that makes sense. Okay, I see. You're saying Helena. Helena, yes. Gotcha, okay. He keeps telling... He's annoyed, and he's like, get your ass out of here, or get your ass somewhere, whatever. Yeah, we're off this case. Yeah. Uh, he keeps telling her to drop it, but she says he's letting down her and Beth. Doesn't he threaten he'll go to their boss and tell mm-hmm. them she's still working it, even though they've both been taken off of it, yeah. right? She's a rogue. Yeah, she's being bad. Uh, Allison <laughs> watches as Donnie <laughs> takes a nap and then decides to start vacuuming. <laughs> Furiously. <laughs> Furiously vacuuming. It's the funny. The most shit. aggressive vacuuming you've ever seen. <laughs> so aggressive. And like right by his head while he's uh-huh, sleeping. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you ever wondered what aggressive vacuuming looks like, <laughs> this is the episode to uh-huh. watch. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> And he wakes up and he's like, Allison, stop. Uh, he just wants her to relax a little bit. And he offers to help her relax a little bit. little innuendo there. And then he says, morning's my best time. Yeah. <laughs> like that will impress her inten- mm-hmm. intensely. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like, I just showered and oh. goes about her business. I didn't know that was another excuse you could have. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You don't want to shower again. It's true. Don't want to waste water. She cares about the environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe it. Sarah recognizes the area that they're in because she has presumably been there before in her travels. Mm-hmm. She says there's a lot of cabins everywhere, and if they could find one that's empty, they can just hold up for a while and kind of regroup until they figure out what to do. And that they do. They find one. They, it's empty, but Sarah's kind of looking around. She has kind of a weird expression on her face while she looks around this place. It's because there were interesting photographs on it's the true. wall. It's true. And we all know that she likes Felix, <laughs> Felix's art over what was on the wall. So she was kind she of was judging. Judging, yeah. Yeah. You know, who was better? <laughs> yeah. Very good way to interpret the scene, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> I only see them as I say them, mm-hmm. or says them as I see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so cute. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> and this old thing. <laughs> yeah. She's talking to Suki. She looks very cute right now. <laughs> She's all curled up here, mm-hmm. and staring at me and purring violently. Yep. It's not the same as violent vacuuming. <laughs> but it, it's pretty violent still. <laughs> oh my God, calm down. I get it. 
So Kasima and Big D are hanging out in Leaky Sneaky Leaky's office. They're sneaking in Sneaky Leaky's office because mm-hmm. he's out of town or something. Right on a business trip. Yes. And Kasima's just having a good time. She's like, "We should mess with his little bioenergy hobby farm. I'm gonna put like an electric eel in one of these tubes, and he'll be like." <laughs> Great Scott, I've created life itself. <laughs> My impression was not as good as hers. <laughs> it was still pretty good. I did enjoy that. Uh-huh. Hers, Both of them. Hers her, and yours. Hers was very good. It's <laughs> 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 uh, pretty good. Big D, however, is unamused by her games. Because right. she's no fun. Because she has something... <laughs> Pressing on her conscience. She does. She has a video of one of her sisters, not Big D's, Cosimo's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I caught that before you tried to get me. <laughs> I wasn't even. Gonna, I okay. wasn't even going to say it, All but right. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never do know. Yeah, I might have uh, got it eventually, but you got it right away, and that made me laugh. Uh, a woman named Jennifer Fitzsimmons. No relation to the Shield agents. <laughs> Darn! <laughs> I beat you by so one close. second. You did. <laughs> and uh, Delphine explains that she has polyps on her lungs, and she got the symptoms six months before Katya did. Okay. But unfortunately, she died three days ago. Bullet wound to the head. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> of her of her disease. So I guess that means if she got the disease six months before. Katya, then Katya probably would have died anyway in like six months. After that. Mm-hmm. Okay. However well, long ago it was. No, she got it six months before Katya and yeah. just died three days ago. Right. So Katya would have died like six months from now-ish or whatever. And three days. Yeah. Okay. So she would have died she anyway. She might have still been alive right now. She definitely Currently. would have still been alive. Currently, yes. But. A little piece of metal had something to say about that. Helena had something to yeah, she did. say about that. Yeah. She, you would not you would not stay. You are a vermin. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Good Helena impression. Uh Sarah and Kira are having a pillow fight and it's very cute. And they are just hugging each other and whatever. I don't know. I thought cute. Sarah was into this pillow fight aggressively. She hit her real hard. Like she hit her way hard. <laughs> I noticed that too. Her she first. wasn't pulling her punches. <laughs> no. She's like, you're going to learn. <laughs> I'm going to teach just you. laughed and hit her back. But yeah, that first hit is like, bam. <laughs> it's someone who lost a lot of pillow fights in grade school. I'm telling you right well, now. Well, she was an orphan. She probably had to fight a lot of people. That's true. <laughs> she didn't get adopted until she was like seven or something. So she had some, probably had some violent pillow fights. I would bet. Yeah. Probably with Felix too. I bet he's yeah. feisty. Pillows with soap bars in them. And- <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you also noticed that she has fucking whales on her. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't difficult to miss. <laughs> it was like Kira hit her and went, hee hee. And she's like, oh yeah, bam. <laughs> Show you how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, the police are on their way because Sarah's abusive. 
Just kidding. Ah, uh, Niner Niner. We've got an <laughs> abusive pillow fight happening. Uh, we need a squad car over there immediately, please. <laughs> uh, so, but yes, the police uh, found the truck that they ditched in the woods and took the license plates off. That's all for that part. <laughs> they found the ditch truck that the license plates had been removed on. Yes. And ID'd the... Did they ID... They just let that truck thing die right there. No, they got the VIN number. Yeah, he gives the something. VIN number, but we don't find out whatever they figured out about that truck. No, I don't think so. Look at that. But wait. It was supposed to be Maltov's truck. What is it? I can never remember. Chekhov? Thank you. Chekhov's truck. <laughs> but it turned out not to be Chekhov's at all. What is the truck at the end? It's a different truck, right? The truck at the end? Oh. Yes, I think that's a different. That's a track. different. Yes. Okay. It looked nicer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This, yeah. This will all become relevant when we get to the end. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I was just thinking out loud. Yes. Uh, so. Gracie brings Helena some food. Farm lady. Sorry. I'm very. Con- I'm getting my farms confused because on Riverdale. <laughs> Gracie is also in that, and yeah. she was also on a farm working for a guy who was a leader and bringing people food and stuff. So. You think she's been typecast? I think so. It's like a cult lady. Call your dad. You're in a cult. So I was just like, Gracie, this chick. Gracie, this chick. <laughs> so I, I like wrote the farm a lot in my notes, and I was like, oh, it's a different farm. But it's kind of the same. <laughs> Wait, is the one farm called The Farm? That one is called The Farm. That one is called in, the in Riverdale. Boy. In Riverdale, it's called The Farm. I don't think this farm has a name. I think it's just the Prolethians. It's the Prolethians. But in my brain, they're still like in yes. a farm. They're on a farm. Compound. That's probably a better word. There's I don't like multiple. compound because I associate compound with the Avengers because they live in a compound. Well, a lot of uh, you call your dad, you're in a cult, are also in compounds. Yes, but I associate it with the adventure. I associate that word specifically. I want that to be good. That's a good word. Not bad. Farm. They're on the farm. She's on the farm pound. The, the farm, the fish farm. Fish farm. Uh, yeah, Gracie brings Lena some food. She scarfs it down. Um, she's like, what am I doing here? Gracie wants her to be part of, or Gracie doesn't want her right. dad. Right. Wants Helena to be part of their family. Mm-hmm. But Helena says she already has a family, a twin sister. Yep. And her, oh, fuck, I pronounced this earlier to myself. Plement. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I'm baited ears. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta say it to myself. Oh, fuck, I can't say it out loud. Why not? It's wrong. It's incorrect the way I was gonna say it. Niece, her niece. Okay. I wrote it down and everything, and I still can't pronounce it. You can't, it. even when it's all phonetic there? It's not phonetic. Though. Oh, you <laughs> didn't write problem. it down phonetically? Oh, okay. You Plemenitia. Have... Plemenitia. Something like that. Plemenitia. Her niece. Okay. Is, oh, was it? That's what another niece language is in Ukraine. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Now I'm making Helena faces. Uh-huh. 
Uh, she wants to know where Tomas is, but Gracie says Tomas went back to the Dark Ages. And Helena spits and says, good riddance. Mm-hmm. So, she happy he did. I'm getting the feeling Gracie doesn't like Helena. Not a lot. She's like giving her that stank eye. She's very stank eye about Helena all the time. Well, you know, maybe if they talked, she'd learn to like her. It's true. Like I did. Did you talk to Helena? No, but I like her. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves Helena. How she's, can you not love Helena? She's a precious, she's a precious angel. Yes. Angel of death. Angel of death. But yes, continuing. She likes to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. And fart a lot. Yeah, she's got the farts. So many farts. So many guesses. <laughs> uh, while Sarah is asleep on the couch, Felix wakes her up. Because he says someone is coming and it's a man entering the cabin. But oh, Sarah knows him. His name is Cal. Mm-hmm. And he's very hot. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's very few people Stephanie hasn't loved on this so far, I don't think. Excuse me, Cal and Cal and Pole are my boys. Mm-hmm. There are my Which one's number one? Which one's number two? I can't make that choice. <laughs> can't. You can't ask me to choose between them. I like them both in different ways at different times in they're Sarah's life. They're each one life. half of my whole. They're all important in different, not all. They're both important in different ways at different points of Sarah's life journey. and journey through this yes. show. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I get you. Because in season three, I'm all about Paul again. But yep. in this season, I'm all about Cal. So, you know, it just <laughs> depends. I almost said Cole because I'm saying them too fast. That's their married name. <laughs> Cole. Cole. Or pal. Hey, pal. Hey, pal. What's up, pal? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> even even better, I like when they're in the same room together. That's my favorite. Mm, yes. <laughs> it only happens like twice, but it's the greatest. Candy. One for the right eye, one for the left eye. <laughs> yes. It makes me very happy. Oops, I guess Cal's going to be around for a while. Guess whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can listen to Stephanie drool over that. Uh-huh. He's just like a hot lumberjack. Or no, he's, he's a farmer's market lumberjack dad. <laughs> That's what he is. Okay. He's a farmer's market lumberjack. <laughs> so he looks like he goes to the farmer's market and gets a lot of healthy food. But he wears flannel like a lumberjack. He also has chickens. He has chickens. And then he... As like long hair, but it's clean and his beard is well kept. Mm-hmm. So he's like put together, but still a little rustic. Okay. He's also his. It's uh, oh, fuck, I can't ever. His name is weird. Mikael Huisman. Mm-hmm. He is also on Game of Thrones. Okay. He played Dario, the good Dario, not the original Dario. Okay. And then he's also in Hunting of Hill House. He plays one of the main kids. Okay. Now we know the backstory. Just so you all know about him. Of Farmer's Market Lumberjack. It's <laughs> his new name. Uh, so, yes. Sarah knows him, and Cal is like, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, my God. He's like, the last time you were here, you stole $10,000 and my car. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Sometimes you just need to do a little b and Yeah, it's true. Uh, Fee is completely incredulous that Sarah brought them to the house of one of her marks. Mm-hmm. And Cal is even offended that he's called the mark mm-hmm. and he's trying to kick them all out. And then Kira trots on down the stairs. 
mommy. <laughs> and then Sarah picks her up and then she says, is this my dad? Are you my dad? Uh-huh. Yep. And then it's just like awkward silence, intenseness. Mm-hmm. Sarah doesn't say anything. Cal just looks at them all. Right. And then we just are left with. Fee says something. I don't know what he said. I don't remember what he said either. Because, oh, you kidding me or something yeah. like that? So the next morning, Cal and Sarah are talking outside. He thinks this is all a scam. Like, oh, you get the little girl to come downstairs and go, are you my daddy? And mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, sounds like a scam. Yeah. It um, does. Surprisingly, <laughs> it sounds like a very good scam. <laughs> but Sarah says they were together for a month. The timing's right. So she's probably his. Yeah, Kira's probably your kid. Um, and she says she doesn't. So let's book a spot on Maury Povich. <laughs> <laughs> she says she doesn't want anything from him. She just wants a place to sleep. For she just wants a place for Kira to sleep, basically. And he says, "All right, I'm not going to kick out a kid. I'll let you guys stay for one more night." But I'm not happy about it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you brought a kid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Angela D'Angelo just won't let it go. And she approaches Allison in the parking lot after her musical rehearsal. And she asks her if she can borrow her phone. And she's just blab. She's giving too much information, which is making her extra suspicious. I got you. Yeah. About husband, keys locked blah, in the car. Blah, blah. Yeah. Just street. moved in on the street. Love your kicks. Who says kicks anymore? Love your kicks. I, mean, I f- <laughs> fucking hate when she says that. It's the stupidest line. That's what gave her away. It yeah. was the kicks. Love it was your the kicks. kids comment. Oh, yeah, it's so yeah. stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not what a a, a suburban suburban mom says. Um, maybe maybe her kid, but not the mom. Yeah. Weird. Or the mom might say that to a child to make themselves feel like they're being cool, but we all know they're not. Yeah, it's just dumb. So Allison is just naturally paranoid with all the clone shit going on. And so she just assumes the worst with this, you know, new woman saying she just moved in and approaching her. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another monitor. Yeah, they must now know that I know Donnie's my monitor, yeah. so now they're replacing my monitor with somebody else. Yeah. Right, exactly. And Angela's like, can I buy you a cup of coffee? And she's like, nope. <laughs> Gotta pick up the kids. Bye. Uh, back at the cabin. Farm, farmland. No, not that farm. Back at the cabin. <laughs> We're back not gonna at the call. residence. <laughs> Of Farmer's Market Lumberjack Man. <laughs> Let's call him Lumberjack Dad. I like Farmer's Market Lumberjack because it's kind of like Bojackman, but it's okay. Farmer's Market Lumberjackman. Okay, Lumberjackman. Yeah. Lumberjackman, there okay. you go. Uh, Sarah. He has no horse parts. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And he's not made of lumber. And he's very cute. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he's an attractive gentleman. I mean, I just, you know. I like the ladies. That's fine. You can appreciate an attractive man, though. I, uh, he's a very fine-looking gentleman. There you go. That hair. It's amazing. It is very nice hair. I'm pretty sure that's why I like him so much, is because of his hair. His mm-hmm. beautiful hair. Not many guys with longish hair make it look nice. Nope. Just saying. Usually it's a greasy mess. Yep. Like, and Buffy or Loki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take a shower, guys. Mm-hmm. Just saying. You know, they're always working hard. Just working hard. I'm pretty sure Asgard and the Soviet Union and Wakanda all have showers. Just working hard. (laughs) Sometimes you just gotta 
<laughs> Power through it. <laughs> so Sarah is opening up to Kira a bit about everything that she's been through and everything about this cow situation and kind of why she didn't tell her sooner. She said she just wanted to keep her to herself. And mm-hmm. Kira was like, but you always left. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how are you keeping me to yourself? Um, can't, <laughs> can't argue with logic. <laughs> it's true. It's so logical. So Sarah talks a little bit about her childhood and how uh, she didn't have a mom or a dad. And it made her really confused and angry. And she always lost in pillow fights. So sorry for hitting you earlier so hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... She finally brought her here because there are two parts of her. One is her and one is Cal. And she deserved to meet the other part of her because a long time ago she really did like Cal a lot. Mm -hmm. So, and Kira says, I like his beard. (laughs) She's got good taste. Same. Meanwhile, Fee is interrogating Cal and asking him what his deal is. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Cal says that Long ago, he made mini drone pollinators for bee populations that were lacking. Mm-hmm. And the partners at his company forced him out and sold the technology to the military. And now his mini drones are killing people from bases in Virginia. So he's not too thrilled about that, but he does have money. Then he went into a rounding melody of Oh, Canada. <laughs> Land I, I don't know the Canadian national anthem. Don't either. So, sorry. <laughs> if I screwed that up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Oh, Cuomo. <laughs> With a wind comes sleeping down the plane. Cosima <laughs> um, is watching all the Jennifer Fitzsimmons videos mm-hmm. as she watches this poor girl deteriorate. Yep. Uh, she also had a boyfriend named Greg, and she realizes that was her monitor. Mm-hmm. Or she asks Delphine about it, and she's like, yep. Mm-hmm. And then we flash to a video of her super sick. She has, like, no hair anymore, and she's just, like, coughing and puking, kind of. It's just all bad. Mm-hmm. And Delphine, or Kasima's having a hard time watching it, and Big D's like, are you sure you can handle this? Because they're going to do what now? All this information we're throwing at you? Because now they're going to do an autopsy. Yeah. Of Jennifer. Mm-hmm. It's like doing an autopsy on yourself. <clears throat> with the added benefit of you survive it. Yep. Uh, so they do the autopsy. They find out that... So while Jennifer Fitzsimmons did have like growths on her lungs that were making her cough up blood and stuff... Mm-hmm. They also discovered that the gross on her, there were gross on her uterus, and they were even more pronounced. So yep. they assume that's where they started. That's where, yeah, their gross originated there, and they could be the cause of their infertility. You would think so. Um, Allison calls Kasima meanwhile while she's trying to do this, mm-hmm. and tells her that another monitor approached her, and she should not trust Delphine. <laughs> and while she's like in the room with Delphine. So she's like, all right, I'm going to go take this call over here. Yeah, and so I said this open door where you can't hear me. <laughs> and then, but Delphine's like, whatever. Or not Delphine. Cosima's like, whatever. Yeah, I've got to go. I've got a body here on a table. Yeah. So, and then when Allison is going into the play or the musical, Angie approaches her again, but Allison's just so over it and she's already had probably a lot of vodka. 
and pills that day. Mm-hmm. So she confronts her and says, I know, know what you are. I know what you are. And Angie's like, yeah, fine. All right. I'm a police officer, <laughs> which was not what she was expecting. Yep. Uh, and then she does a bunch of name dropping. Yeah. She's like, like Beth. And, you know, how about Sarah Manning? Why don't you tell me a little about her and anything else you might know? And Elsa's just like, leave me alone or just stay away. Back at Lumberjack, sorry, Farmer's Market Lumberjackman. Yep. House. Very good. Felix is mad at Sarah because he thinks that she brought them there on purpose, which she did. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a, <laughs> there was a little bit of intent there. She just yeah. happened to be in the area, so she was like, might as well do this just a finally. Just teensy little bit, yeah. Little, Had they been somewhere else, this probably wouldn't have happened, but they just ran into this direction and yeah, just worked out this yep. way. Bird watching house happened to be in a good proximity of him. Yeah. So, but Fee's mad that she pretended like she didn't know who Kira's father was for eight years, mm-hmm. and he had like narrowed it down to some like scummy guy that she had slept with or something a gazillion <laughs> years ago. Uh, but Sarah says she just wanted to give Kira something good, something nourishing, just for a few days, just because she's been going through all this shit for so long. Yeah. Um. So Fee realizes that. This is Sarah's family now. Like, this is this unit that he doesn't belong to. And he doesn't have a place in it. Yeah, it's really sad. He's like, he has to to go go back to my loft over the hot house. (laughs) Go back to Allison, who needs him because her musical is starting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and he cries and he says, There's no place for me here. You know who really wins in this whole thing? Who? Felix. Look at all the extra sisters he got. That's true. So many sisters. He can trade one in for another one. Any time he wants. That's true. Um, but then he hitchhikes back to town to go to Allison's play. And this is when we meet Bruce, who gave him a ride back to town. Bruce Banner? There's no, yes, exactly. Aww. And he said, don't make me angry. You wouldn't nice like me when him. I'm angry. <laughs> that was nice of him. And then you hear the Incredible Hulk music as they drive away. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. <laughs> yes. That was going to turn into Jurassic Park. <laughs> that was. Gonna, that was. <laughs> I had the Hulk music and then he started singing the Jurassic Park song. So now it has disappeared from my brain. Yep. Now Felix was picked up by a dinosaur who drives a Ford Explorer. <laughs> Named Bruce. Yep. <laughs> so later that evening, Kira is put to bed. So Sarah and Cal have some time alone to chat finally. Mm-hmm. He's just like, or she, they're just kind of reminiscing and she says she could have taken everything from him. She had all of his bank codes and everything, all his money, but he made it hard because she liked him mm. a lot. First rule of a con, never fall in love. Mm-hmm. But she clearly did. Yep. And she tells him that she's not that person anymore. She doesn't con people or whatever anymore, except for, you know, when she was pretending to be Beth and conned someone for like mm-hmm. a really long time. Right. Or when she's pretending to be Cassandra. <laughs> or when she's pretending to be Allison. <laughs> when yeah. she's pretending to be any of her sisters. Not, I'm not that person anymore. I swear. She's not that person. <laughs> but she does say that she's just as much trouble. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. And now she's conning for good reasons. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. She's a good con con artist, not a bad one. All she right. doesn't do it selfishly. She does it for her sisters. Oh, okay. Yes. It's a, it's a good thing. It's a, a charity on her part. Yep. Okay. 
Granted, when she was Beth, it was selfish because she was just trying to get all of Beth's money so she right, could run yeah, away with yeah. Kira. It's true, yeah. But she's not that person anymore. She has this whole family now. Mm-hmm. And now she's adding to it with bringing Cal into everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cop shows up at Cal's place, the one that found the truck. Mm-hmm. And he makes Sarah hide. And then he goes out to talk to him a little bit. He's tells Cal that he's looking for a mom, a little girl, another guy who shoplifted. Excuse me. At a store. That was a hiccup. Yep. <laughs> we got it. Cal says he doesn't know anything and just kind of puts him off. And if he did know something, he would tell him, obviously. Because so. they're buds. Peace out. Yeah. The cop didn't take the beer because he was on duty. He didn't. And he's not going to bust him for his weed patch. Right. Farmer's market dad. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, if he did that, he wouldn't have his source anymore. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> what else are you going to do out in the woods? Hunt bears. Hang out with your chickens and smoke weed. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Do so. art or do take pictures. Do art. Yep. Uh, do whatever weird sculpture thing he was doing in the garage. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So they go back or he goes back inside and Sarah is like freaking out and starting to pack with their things because she feels so bad that she's dragged him right. into all this shit and they have to go and she doesn't want to give him all her problems. And he's like, no, like. Kira's asleep like just let her sleep and she's like oh she's used to it and it's like oh that's so sad right but finally he stops her and he says can't you stop running for a minute and then that gets her and then they start smooching mm-hmm. and they start smooching more mm-hmm. and, and then legs are in weird places and hands are in odd legs places and hands everywhere and then fade out oh, okay Fun fact, when I booted up this episode, yeah. it was right in that scene. <laughs> oh, I see. So I must have been rewatching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see how it is. This Just is... like the one episode where I booted up and it was Steph's... in the middle of Paul and Sarah boning in the shower. Steph likes the softcore stuff, I see. Yeah. I'm just being honest. <laughs> softcore stuff. It's her new nickname. Softcore stuff. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a hot little make out session in that hallway oh yeah oh yeah and so is that shower scene with paul and sarah that is a hot scene that's a very hot scene yeah um because they had the hot water on (laughs) (laughs) so the cal and sarah scene was hot because there's probably a fire going it probably was you know they're out in the woods yeah probably had a roaring blaze there in the old (laughs) fireplace (laughs) less steam that way Um, it gets really smoky All right, I'm done. Let's continue. (laughs) Okay. It's time for the musical. And we will wipe, wipe, wipe wipe away the blood. blood. (laughs) Something till our throat. Oh, shout till our throats are sore. Okay. And I cannot control my asthma. Something, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, Allison's freaking the fuck out. Right. She's she's in a tailspin. Yeah, she's got two monitors. Two monitors, not enough booze. <laughs> Felix abandoned her. Well, Felix Kasi- is in the audience finally. Kasima's abandoned her, but she doesn't see him yet. It's true. This is right before. This is when they're getting all. And prep, the director right? is dedicating the performance to Ainsley, who she killed accidentally. Yep. Well, accidentally on purpose. <laughs> Ac- yep. She could have turned the switch off. She could have. She let it happen. She let it happen. Which is why it's accidentally on purpose. <laughs> yep, accidentally. It was an accidental murder. Yep. Kind of like Stephanie's accidental mat naps. 
See, there was a cat and it purred. <laughs> it's true. And then she was incapacitated, couldn't hit the off button. It's true. That's what happens. She just drugs you. Anyway, <laughs> they, yeah, they're like talking about Ainsley and how amazing she was and how happy she'd be to, she'd be to see all of this, blah, blah, blah. And all while this is happening, we have cut shots of her drinking little bottles of booze and taking pills and little uh-huh. bottles of booze and taking pills and, and peeking out the audience and seeing Donnie pills. there, her yeah. one monitor and then yeah. seeing Felix out there, yeah. her friend. And then artistically they sort of made the edges of the screen a little blurry. Yeah. To show how she was getting drunk. Fucked up. She was. And then. So the play starts, she's having a little, she's having some issues remembering her lines. She's a mm-hmm. little shaky. Luckily, the director's right on the side. And shouting the matter. Yeah. Uh, and then sh- her song starts. And that's when she, she finds her muse. Yeah. It's Donnie. I'm not in control of the muse. It's Donnie. Donnie was her muse. <laughs> Donnie was just one step a little further away than he needed to yeah. be. She's, she's singing, stumbling a little bit, and Steps then she falls off the off stage. Off the stage, yep. Straight, just uh, right it's off the edge. Real bad. Yeah. And she just falls right on her face, basically. And Donnie says, call an ambulance. I'm not going to lie. When I first watched this episode for the very first time, I thought like she, she was like, dead. fucked up her neck or something. Oh, because the way she was lying. The way she was lying. I was like, oh my God, she like break her neck. Like what is happening? They say that when you're intoxicated, you're actually less prone to injury because yeah. you are more limber. Right. And your muscles aren't like seizing up when you're Right. Because you're not protecting yourself. Right. He's like, ha ha. I'm just like, Bleh. that's why I always say I get <laughs> this nude. This is the third floor window. <laughs> I get so noodly is what I like to explain it as. And then she jumps at walls and sees if she sticks. Noodly. <laughs> I'm not done yet, she says every time she bounces <laughs> off the wall. Can I drink more. <laughs> uh, the next morning at Cal's. Mm-hmm. They wake up naked together. Oh, scandalous. Sarah, Sarah and Cal. Mm. Uh, it's very cute, though. And they're like, oh, we better get dressed so we don't confuse Kira when she wakes up. And mm-hmm. it's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kira knows about not being tracked with your credit card. She knows when to do a con and when not to do a con for stealing. She knows. Uh, what else did she know about this episode? There was one th- more thing. Uh. Sarah left her. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure uh, she knows how kids are made, so. Plus, no. <laughs> she also seems to be very in tune with people, so I I bet you she already knew that her mom still has little feelings there for Cal. Yes. I'm sorry. Farmer's Market. <laughs> Lumberjackman. Uh, Daniel is, like we said, hot on their tail. He's now at the town and he's investigating everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the convenience store. The convenience store and then the truck. Or, and he's got the photo of Kira that yeah. he got from the bird watching house. Yes. Which I'm assuming was a photo they were using to make a fake ID. Yeah, they're going to make a passport for her mm-hmm. to go to England or whatever. Uh, with Mrs. S. Meanwhile... Okay, and the cop is just like, you should be on your way, man. There's nothing. We, yeah, he gets we, pulled over. So any, you're the guy asking questions around town. Yeah. If we had any info, you'd know it, or like we would have already caught them by now, etc. Right, right, right. So he goes on his way, air quote. Right. 
Meanwhile, Sarah, Cal, and Kira are being cute and playing cards together mm-hmm. and having like a nice little family bonding. Mm-hmm. And then she asks if she can go feed the chickens. And Cal says, those are going to be some fat chickens. Mm-hmm. I guess Good eating. She's probably fed them a lot already, which is yep. cute. Uh, and then Sarah and Cal are giggling. And then while Kira's out there feeding the chickens, Daniel shows up. Yep. He's got to ruin the party. Ugh. And then he grabs Kira, and Kira's screaming for her mommy, and Sarah's like, uh-oh, what now? <laughs> and then they realize, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Sarah runs outside, and Daniel pulls a gun on her, and she's like, just take me. Like, this. don't take her. This guy has nothing to do with this. Blah. Just look mm-hmm. at me. And she's mm-hmm. just like, waving around like, it's me, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she kind of tackles his arm and like gets the gun out of his hand and it goes off. And then Kira runs back to Cal. Mm-hmm. And then the cop shows up just like at this moment. And then the guy, Daniel, shoots the cop. And Sarah's like, are you crazy? You shot a cop? Mm-hmm. And then he's dragging Sarah back toward the car, kind of. But now Cal has a rifle on Daniel. It's mm-hmm, just craziness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but Sarah says, just take her. Like, don't worry about them. Just take me. We'll figure it out. And then he shoots the cop a little bit extra. Yeah, we could double tap so he doesn't turn into a zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good call, but also sad for that guy. I forget what rule it is, but yeah. yeah. And then drag Sarah to the car, makes her get in the driver's seat, and then drives away from the farm mm-hmm. or the cabin. It's the all... farmer's market, uh, Lumberjackman's residence. Yes, exactly. And meanwhile, at the farm, the Helena farm, yeah, the fish, fish farm. farm. Yep. Art you get is, all your mackerel, tuna, and uh, farm-raised salmon. Art is there investigating. Oh, and don't forget about the cowfish. Yes. Art's investigating. Uh-huh. He's uh, taking some photos. Taking some photos of the fish people. Yeah, he's going to have a nice collage. Yeah, he, he wants to make a board. <laughs> uh, and then Helena, we go to Helena at the farm, and she is all out of it. And she's mm-hmm. lying in this bed and she's in this weird white dress. And there she's surrounded by all the fish people. Who are also in white dresses. White dresses and white suits. Mm-hmm. And then they all marry her to old McDonald, Hank. Yeah, old McDonald, Hank. And then he carries her down the hall. He picks her up and he carries her down the hall to do To consummate the marriage. Something. Yeah. Call your dad. You're in a cult. And it's terrible because Helena's like not with it. And she's all drugged up. They drugged her food, didn't they? Uh, Yeah, they did. Gross. Classic. And then we're back with Sarah for a minute. And Daniel's like wondering why she has this photo. And it says Project Lita on it. And he doesn't know what that is. Mm -hmm. Also, just side note, Sarah's wearing cows. He doesn't. Wouldn't he know? He doesn't know anything. He's a little bitch. He doesn't know anything. He's Rachel's bitch. Okay. She doesn't tell him anything. Okay. He told whomever he was speaking to on the phone, I right? think it was Rachel. Okay. I think he was talking to Rachel on the phone. That they, she had this picture. Yeah. From. Okay. And, uh, oh yeah, my fun, fa- my fun fact for this part is that Sarah's wearing Cal's sweater this whole time. That big brown sweater. Mm. It's Cal's. He was wearing it earlier in the episode. Nice. Just, she just, just wanted the scent of him Just adorable. Her. Just an adorable fact. Right. Um, but yeah, and so he's on the phone, uh... With presumably Rachel, that right. he doesn't have the little girl, but he has Sarah, and they'll be back in eight hours. Right. 
And he's just like, keep driving. And then so they drive and drive. And then suddenly they get rammed on Daniel's side by a truck. T-boned, yep. And then the N- end. Next week on Orphan Black happens, which you just skip over. <laughs> you don't, don't want to spoil things. Yeah, don't spoil yourself. Will they make it out of the car? Did Sarah just die? Is Cal now a full-time dad? <laughs> Does he really want the kid? <laughs> Will he be on Maury to get a DNA test? Are those chickens fat? <laughs> How fat are those chickens? Will those chickens be able to produce eggs still whilst being so fat? Will, Hel- will Allison finish her musical performance? Did will she Allison, get more tiny booze bottles? Did Allison break something? Will Donnie get some morning sex? Will he vacuum the rest of the house? Vigorously. <laughs> uh, will... <laughs> Will that convenience store operator lose money from the things that they stole? Come back. (laughs) Next. Black time, same black channel. Some of those questions will be answered. Some of them will not. (laughs) Like, Uh, you'll never find out what happened to the convenience store. No, he'll never come back again. he's an incidental character. So, Steph. I'm assuming you went on to Orpha Blackopedia. And, uh, <laughs> I did. Also known as The Hive. The recap. Hive. And got some uh, fun facts for us? I did. Did you spoil them all about the, you know, Cal No, I didn't. And, uh, that was my own fun fact. That okay. one wasn't listed by anybody. That, something like Cal's was, beard is a prosthetic or something? That was just my observation. No, it's a real <laughs> beard. He looks like he does when he, he was filming this in Orphan and Game of Thrones at like the same time, so... Orphan Game of Thrones. <laughs> he never came back on Game of Thrones. That's that, sad. No, it's that it's show you didn't know much about Orphan Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Clones. Who will win? <laughs> Everyone's rooting for Rachel. But then that cat comes and ruins everything. So, speaking of Cal, this is all written from the perspective of the writer of the episode who okay. I can't remember what his or her name was. Did they wear glasses? I I don't know. Contacts? I don't I I'm Male not or female. I I literally said I don't know if it's who it is. Not even the name doesn't even give away male. I don't remember what the name is is the issue. Well, then how are we supposed to know how to be perspective about this? <laughs> what? So it's written from the perspective of this per- I need a backstory. I'm joking. I'm oh, messing yeah. with you. So they said the conversations about Cal's character was long and involved in his backstory. Okay. They wanted him to feel, to have a woodsman feel with a science background. Farmer's Market Lumberjack. Because mm-hmm. whenever I think of science, <laughs> it's Farmer's Market. Let me tell you, every time. Oh, science? That reminds me of the Farmer's Market. <laughs> <laughs> and they say there's more in store for Cal, as you will see. Um, the woman who played Brenda the Birdwatcher spent almost a whole day playing dead to top it off at the very end of the shoot they dumped water all over her the gas right multiple times she was incredible the files you hear and see around Brenda and the feast gone wrong fake they used visual effects to add the flies hovering around the dinner and the body Mm -hmm. um also, they survived this, of course, right? Yeah, they totally survived. Okay, just want to make sure. 
Um, all the Jennifer Fitzsimmons footage was shot before season two officially went to camera. Mm-hmm. They shot in smaller half sets around the studio, one of which was season one's writer's room. Oh, interesting. Um, so Sarah had to work before everybody else. Yeah. Tatiana. Well, except for, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> except for that guy that was going to be the boyfriend, her savior. Right. And rock and everything. Uh, a man named Paul Jones gets all the credit for Jennifer's body in the autopsy. He and his amazing team built an incredible, incredible prosthetic body that opened up and had all the organs and insides ready to go. The lips moved. The head was weighted realistically. It was a fascinating day on set. We love our body horror on Orphan, Orphan Black. And now that very prop is sitting in the fourth kitchen chair in Tatiana's kitchenette. <laughs> In her apartment. Is that your own personal fun fact? <laughs> it's a personal hope and dream that she actually got to keep that. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, the art department had to make an entire new brand of candy for Kira to steal from the store. They were called Dewops, D-E-W-W-O-P-S. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't imagine how many meetings and minds it took to make a new brand of candy. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All they had to do was find one good barber's quartet. And then they're like, we got it. <laughs> do wops. Do wops. <laughs> do wop. Uh, the mail piled up in Cal's cabin was all created by the art department. It was going to be featured in a shot, so it had to be fake for legal reasons. Each piece was handcrafted and aged. Luckily, the rain that day helped. A bunch of Cal's photography is actually worked by director TJ Scott. Um, he directed this episode and his work fit the exact aesthetic of the cabin. Okay. Would you believe if we told you that making that crash look real involved driving the truck directly into a huge mirror on the highway and shattering it everywhere? Because it did, among many other steps. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm confused. So the truck hits a mirror? Uh Uh-huh. And shattered it, apparently. That's how they created it, I guess. Weird. Yeah. TV magic. You know, you gotta have it. Yep. Uh, The title, mingling its own nature with it, was taken from Francis Bacon's Novum Organum, Aphorism 41, published in 1620. Thank you. And as we all know, Bacon (laughs) makes everything better. It's true. So what was our double count? It was four very alive and breathing people and one corpse. She was video And videotaped, yeah. <laughs> Five. Yeah, Sarah, Allison, Kasima, Helena, Jennifer Fitzsimmons. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to make sure. Yep. We didn't see... No Rachel. No Rachel this episode. But she, she was probably on the phone. Maybe. She's his number one man. Obviously, he's talking she, to her. She's his number one Sorry, man. Sorry, he's her number one man. <laughs> and he's her number one girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was right the first time you said it. Because she definitely wears the well, You know what? That's a sexist thing to say. Yeah. She's but... in control. I was going to say she wears the pants, but I've learned something about that recently. I also learned that behavior. sitting shotgun... Was literally sitting shotgun during stagecoach. 
Right. So it would be the uh, guy that would hold the shotgun on a stagecoach to protect it. Interesting. Yeah. So next time you call shotgun in my car, you're getting a shotgun. Good. You're going to protect us. That's what I want. <laughs> Just so you know, full transparency. Uh-huh. What would be very great. Yes. Would be if you could uh, <laughs> pop over to iTunes and rate or review us. Yeah. So people can find our show if you like it. Spread the word on Twitter with hashtag seeing double. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at C double pod. You can email us at C double podcast at gmail.com with suggestions, comments, uh, stories, anything. We'll take it. It's true. Sun bears. You <laughs> can check out Steph on her social medias at Steph plus verb. That's all of them, right? That encompasses. Yep. That's all, all of them. The two of them you use. The Instagram and Instagram the Twitter. and the Twitter. Okay. Uh-huh. And I guess until next time. I am Stephanie Kratz. And I am Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.